All right, hello and welcome to That's What I'm Talking About, Drunk Middle Earth History Edition, the podcast where I stopped doing a Lord of the Rings podcast like six months ago. No, maybe it was four months ago. And then <laughs> I had plans to do a Star Wars podcast, but now Star Wars has struck work. So in the meantime, we're still here <laughs> drinking and talking Tolkien. Today, I am joined by Cosplay and Cocktails. Welcome, Jesse and Paige. Hello. Hey, thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you guys on. I've been uh, seeing your your you know uh, your account pop up in my feed every now and then, and several months ago, again when I was gonna end, when I was initially ending the podcast, I was like, oh darn, I never got an opportunity to reach out to them really. And then this thing started, and I was like. <laughs> Now is the time. It's a perfect, perfect crossover. Yes. Really perfect crossover episode. So we were super excited to hear from you. Uh, why don't you tell me and the listeners a little bit about your your Tolkien history? What is it that, you know, how did you get introduced to the world of Lord of the Rings? Um, and what, what do you talk about? What do you do on your podcast? Kind of always been a nerd. My mom is very, very into Star Wars since we were little. So uh, I was kind of raised with Star Wars on a lot, like once, twice a week uh, in the background. And then Lord of the... So I just loved everything nerdy. I've always really loved science, science fiction, fantasy. So when I was... We watched... We had the Hobbit, the animated Hobbit on Betamax. Mm. It was like a small heavy tape for people who <laughs> thought that VCR was going to die because it was inferior technology. Uh, but... Uh, so my brother and I watched that all the time. and We would sing the Goblin song all the time. Where there's a whip, yeah. there's a way. Oh wait, no, yeah. that's a di- that's the, a di- that's a different yeah uh, animated no, the, one. It's like down, down the goblins down. I'm not gonna sing mm. it because then like everyone will stop listening. But uh, <laughs> then probably I was probably third or fourth grade, and I read The Hobbit just because it was in like the nerd books at the library. Like you know, one of those things of like if you like all these other nerdy fantasy novels, you will probably like this so i was like well i'll read this because i liked the cartoon read the hobbit and then pretty quickly after went to the library and got uh the trilogy and read them so probably about uh 12 years old i probably read them probably not actually once a year but just about once a year since 12 13 years old that's a lot of times to read yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) i've read it oh yeah one time probably (laughs) i probably read it I'd say 10 times, maybe the full trilogy, 10 times. Wow. The Hobbit, I've only read once or twice, I think. But um, I've probably read the original trilogy 10 times. I still don't remember a lot of it, but... Uh, That's I, okay. Who does? Yeah. It's it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. Like, that is why there are Tolkien scholars. Because even though I went and looked up, uh, I had audiobook credits. And I was like, I want to make sure... I've got like everything of Tolkien. So like if I want to go back and listen, like while I'm on my way to work or something, I have it. And he didn't write that many books, but there's still (laughs) such a breadth because everything that he did write about, he was like, I need you to know every single detail. Yeah. Yeah. Every bit of this book Uh, made me relate to Tolkien a lot more. I reckon he might have been neurodivergent uh, (laughs) just from his massive obsession with one focused topic. So yeah and then just kept nerding on until today 
So it's still, still going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, I grew up loving, you know, different random nerdy things, but probably when her and I met when we were 11, 10, 11-ish is whenever um, I really got really sucked into the world of nerddom. She, we met um, in like, I think we're, we're guesstimating at this point, fourth grade, fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. And um, we were waiting on our parents to pick us up from school. And we've been in class, like school together our entire lives. We just you know, never connected. And we were the last two kids there. And she's like, Hey, do you want to hear about my, uh, <laughs> would you like <laughs> you to hear, hear about, about our my... Lord and Savior, J.R.R. Yep. Tolkien? Yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. She was like, Hey, do you want to hear, you, you want me to read you my, uh, X-Files fan fiction? And I was like, all right. <laughs> and, in fairness to me, I did not call them fan fiction because I didn't know that word yet. Right. That's because it's pretty advanced for a fourth grader. Yeah, well, they were scripts. They were scripts. going to send them for off. the show. Yeah. yeah, I was like fully intending like Fox needs to see these. Like they will definitely want to produce these <laughs> ASAP. This is quality writing from a an eleven year old. I was like, I'm really getting to the heart of what the show is all about. Like the truth is out there, and it's in my scripts. <laughs> Um, yeah so, so yeah she we spent you know a good 20 minutes probably talking about that and I had no idea what the x-files you know I maybe I'd heard of it but I was like okay and then we just became each other's people so from that day on we just kind of did everything together and so I remember way before um a certain movie came out we watched the <laughs> the animated uh hobbit and I remember like the old VHS and she brought it over to my house and she was like, this, watch this. And I'm like, this is scary. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> Gollum is weird. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's a frog, um, I think. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. There was a lot to process. Um, but then, you know, as we grew up with uh, like the movies coming out and stuff and um, bo we bonded over that because it was just something we both truly enjoyed. And then I don't think I actually read... Um, the Lord of the Rings until probably college age, maybe a little bit later. Um, so I read read them then, and I've read them a couple times, not as many as her, but I've read them a couple times since then. I've read The Hobbit. Um, yeah, but so it just, yeah. And we, we like all things geeky, but honestly, when it boils down to it, Lord of the Rings is like the one thing that we, it's like our favorite joint fandom for sure together. We, we both... Um, we actually have second breakfast tattoos in Elvish on our feet. That was our matching tattoo, best friend Aww, tattoo. That's great. Um, we like we both have other Lord of the Rings tattoos as well. Like it's just one of those things where we're like, well, what Lord of the Rings cosplay do you want to do? It's it's one of the things that we bond over and and the movie we put on in the background, like when we're talking, you know, I think our first podcast that we recorded, um, we were nervous and we were at my right. house. And so we put it on in the background. And <laughs> I think we have like a picture of like of that happening in the background of our first recording. So Tolkien is definitely um, one of our one of our main topics that I think comes up a lot. Um, and and uh, we drink on our podcast as well. So, you know, Woo, we totally cheers, everyone. <laughs> um. Uh, so when I reached out to y'all, I was like, do you have any, here's some topics that we could do. Here's some things, you know, ideas. Uh, I can come up with something. I can pick something or, you know, let me know what you're thinking. 
And your two suggestions were Tom Bombadil and Marion Pippin. And <laughs> as much as I love Tom Bombadil, I think the listeners might be a little annoyed <laughs> with me <laughs> talking about Tom Bombadil, like the most obscure uh, character that like we know the least about. And I have given him too much airtime. So I was like, it, it's time to pass on him. Um, <laughs> and instead, I think appropriate for the theme you know, of of these episodes, we'll we're talking Mary and Pippin. Pippin and Mary um are wonderful, you know, fools of Tooks and Brandy books. <laughs> um and uh we've all come up with some favorite moments or quotes or something. And so we'll go around and discuss what it is about these two little guys, these two little fellows. That we love so much and that we appreciate. So um, I don't know uh, which one of you would like to start off. Um, pick a character, pick a moment. Tell me what it is that when I said, pick a favorite moment of Mary or Pippin, what came to mind? Well, I will tell you just um, as the person that kind of, we threw, we threw this out. And as I was thinking about it, I was like, I feel like Mary and Pippin make the most sense for, for us. Um, it's characters we've cosplayed before it's characters we're planning on cosplaying again and i think we just we really relate to them because mm. they're so their bond their friendship and so i think that's why we've always been drawn to them anyway and jesse always says like we're not the frodo and the Sa- and sam we are for the mary and the pippin <laughs> i love like, that i love that yeah <laughs> like we we are not we are frodo and sam but so i had to go back and i had to like I, I needed to take notes and like think about like what it was that I loved about Pippin because I was like Jesse, you talk. We'll talk about them together, but like you take Mary, I'll take Pippin. You know, like those are our people. Those are our our hobbits. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, well, well, then because I was I was really paranoid that we would overlap. Like we would just have identical lists of the exact same thing. So I was like, Hey, do you want to compare notes beforehand so we don't come up with like an identical list of things and she said well i'll do pippin you do mary and then we won't have ideally will not have the same list so right um but i mean i think we're still going to talk about them jointly because for most of the you know journey with the ring and you know the whole thing they are together they're yeah they're together yeah you can't it it you know it's mary and pippin it's so hard to just be like time when you know um, Pippin's in Minas Tirith and, and Mary's in Rohan that they're they're separate but other than that they're really joined at the hip for the most part mm-hmm. and um, so so a lot of this you know like I was writing something and I was like Pippin and Mary you know like <laughs> I'm like I have to like I want to put that he also you know he was you know, there whatever. too yeah right whatever, <laughs> it's interesting because I did the exact opposite all the stuff that I put is specific to Mary only Mm. No in my so that's I don't our know what that says. I don't, but yeah, mine is very mine is mine is a hundred percent Mary. Well, There's, so I great. just I'm think, interested. Yeah, I'm interested to see like where our lists might might overlap. So let's I, hear it. I just like I said, I just kind of wrote like all of the interesting things about Pippin, and here's here's what I came up with. Here's my summary. Um, he's got really bad luck, uh, <laughs> but he is a master over. Like he overcomes all of this shit, and honestly, like just really, I I love him more than Frodo. I love him more than Frodo. I love him more than Sam. Like Mm, he is controversial. 
He's a better but also puppet. not controversial. No, like <laughs> he's just like and and the same for Mary too. They both have such honorable qualities. Like yeah, they're idiots. They screw up. Like they get themselves into trouble. But I just I just think they're better hobbits. Whoa. i mean yet like i feel like i should say like Paige's views do not represent the views of cosplay (laughs) cartoons i do not as a bone please don't if you want to complain please send it to the instagram or the tiktok don't email us I... Frodo is lame and you know it. Frodo uh, is lame. Oh, it's fine. What? He's the most boring of he's the main character and he's the most boring so character boring. I've ever like, read. Like we love we love Sam. We love Sam. Like who doesn't love Sam? Mm-hmm. But Mary and Pippin are just better characters and uh you know they just they overcome a lot more. They're they're they're, just, Frodo? they're going through some shit. I don't necessarily, uh, maybe I don't agree with the fact that they overcome more no. than Frodo I mean, and Sam. I guess everybody's <laughs> going through their own stuff. But it's, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. They just, they always come through for each other. And I, I love them. <laughs> Jesse? Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I wrote specifically about Mary. I think that part of it, like Paige said, our friendship and who we are as people, I think is more, I think Mary and Pippin have a kind of a more realistic modern friendship. Like not that people aren't devoted, like, you know, Paige is the person that knows me probably better than almost anybody else. We've been together a long time. So I'm not saying that I wouldn't help her carry an evil ring to a volcano, but like we also rag each other a lot. Like neither of us, like Sam's kind of a simp for Frodo. Yeah. To, to coin a young person's phrase. So like, I don't think Paige and I would be that like, we would do it, but we'd be a lot grumpier and more begrudging mm-hmm. about it. Like the- And the, there'd be a the, lot more- That's true. I think it's on. like, it's much more of a realistic friendship yeah. than Frodo and Sam. Frodo and Sam's is like, like only, I mean, it's not only showing the good stuff because obviously there's a lot of bad stuff that they go yeah. through, but like, it's like, they like, at the deepest, hardest moments of their friendships, and it's like true loyalty and all that stuff is coming through. And it's like, well, what what's gonna happen in the other moments? Like, I like Mary. Actually, this might be a, a movie thing that I'm remembering, but like when Pippin looks in the Palantir, Mary gets mad at him, and like that's a realistic friendship thing to be like, you dumbass, <laughs> why yeah. did you do that? You know? <laughs> or yeah, yeah, whenever Pippin's like, you need people of intelligence on this sort of mission quest thing. Yeah. And Mary's like, well, that rules you out. Like, that's a very Paige and I interaction. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Each other, <laughs> A dumbass, a buffoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually get creative with it, but the the sentiment is the same. So I think that's, yeah. like I said, more, more realistic, at least for us and most of the people I know. And uh, Mary specifically, I like, uh, he's a little bit more independent, especially in the books. Mm-hmm. Then the other hobbits, so like he's the only one of the four, doesn't live in the Shire. He's, you know, more, a little bit more worldly. Uh, like I would like to think of myself, you know. As worldly as a, as, <laughs> yeah. as hobbits can get. Yeah, like, you know? yeah, like worldly, but like in a hobbit sense. So like yeah. I'm worldly for a rural area in the Midwest. Well, <laughs> and like and worldly for someone from New York Gandalf City says at one point that Mary is like of all people right or you're what? he like compliments him yeah he he compliments him listen I did some research okay I was gonna say <laughs> and I at one point because it, it was it was on um 
gosh, what is it called? Tolkien Gateway. And it was like one of the compliments that Gandalf gives Mary is he is like of all people. Like, and like. No, he says like, when he's trying to get into Moria, when they're trying to get into Moria in the books, it's Mary that's like, hey, what's the Elvish word for friend? Like, what does this mean? And so Gandalf writes, of all people that helped us get into Moria, it was Mary. That's right. There you go. Yeah, I've read the books too, guys. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's um, a great that's a great Mary moment that I forgot yeah. was Mary. Yeah, yeah, in the books. Yeah, like you said, Mary does a lot more by himself in the books, which mm-hmm. is my only real. I mean, I hate that Tom Bombadil was cut. As a, I'm a Tom Bombadil fan. It's okay. Um, we all are. True. We all love the man. So, I hate that Tom Bombadil's not in there like everyone, but uh, they just. And I understand why it's again, I still have very few gripes with films, but Mary in the books is much more independent. He doesn't, like I said, he doesn't live in the Shire. He is when they are um, at the Prancing Pony and they're like all celebrating. He is out walking by himself. Like he's, (laughs) he's a lot moodier. He's a little emo. I relate to all of that in Mary. Mm. Like again, in Later on in the books, after the fellowship is formed and from get in the um, in the books or in the movies, they are inseparable. Like they are one, like Paige said, one unit. But in the books, it isn't. It's, it's Yeah, less, they're a little more individual. Less so. Yeah, 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 like yeah. They are, Mary has more distinct. So, yeah, I think that's he also writes. Uh, he becomes like a historian for the Shire yeah. and he writes like hmm. really minute like he writes a whole book about pipe weed, which I really find that a lot very endearing. <laughs> like, you know, that, that would be very me thing to do, like pick one really obscure like thing that maybe isn't that in quote unquote important. But, you know, like I could see myself writing a book about like uh, who has the best spicy chicken sandwich. Not, who yeah. would want to re- like there'd be people out there. It means it's important to me. It's knowledge. I feel like the uh, book of spicy chicken sandwiches. Yeah, yes, of like, course. Yeah. There and back again, a spicy chicken tail. Who? That's that's my who. What? Who, who has the it? best chicken sandwich? Fast food, spicy chicken, or yeah. fast Popeyes? Hundred percent. Yeah. Hand it down. yeah. We're not a sponsor. <laughs> Feel free to cut that out. But there's no contest. It's pretty. I knew this was something good. you had. Yeah. You had right. The crispiest, the crispiest crisp. Uh, the juiciest chicken and the best spice blend, hands down. Nobody else comes close. I watched yeah. a man on the, the YouTube eat a Popeye spicy chicken sandwich. He did a finger waggle. That's how much he liked it. <laughs> a finger waggle. I give yeah. this sandwich five that's out of five good, finger that's waggles. How good it is. That transcends stars. That's that's infinity stars. <laughs> anyway, again, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> like, don't. Um, I wish don't. Popeyes, if you're listening, yeah. um, hit me up. <laughs> That'd be yeah. Please just like send me a couple coupons for chicken sandwiches and I will chill. <laughs> um, I'll give two quick like favorite things about Mary and uh, and about Pippin. Um, and then we can like keep going round and round, I guess. But my first favorite thing about Mary is that um, he, you know, he gets injured on the battlefield killing the witch king and Aragorn wakes him up from like the I keep wanting to call it the black death but that's the plague <laughs> um, it's a black breath right is it I think yeah that must be what it is yeah the breath? black breath okay so I'm not that far off no, no. you're not far off okay 
Um, and so Aragorn's going around doing his king shit and waking everyone, everybody up. And he wakes up Faramir. And the first thing Faramir says is like, I heard my king call me. What do you command? And then Eowyn wakes up and is like, where's my brother? Like, what, you know, ah, I've been so depressed. And now there is a light. And then Pippin wakes up. It says, um, and when the fragrance of Athelus stole the room like the scent of orchards and of heather in the sunshine full of bees, suddenly Mary awoke and he said, I am hungry. What is the time? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. It's, yeah, Mary's immediately fight. like, and then, yeah, Pippin's like, do you want me to bring you something? He's like, no, I think I'd like to smoke first. <laughs> I mean, this really, this really tracks. It really tracks with us. Like I, I when we go to conventions, I pack snacks for Jesse a lot of times because she gets hangry and I'm a mom. Time. So I'm like, okay, you need a snack. Let's go get you a snack. Like, yeah, yeah I usually no. give like a timed warning. Uh, like, hey, FYI, you got 20 minutes. If I don't <laughs> eat something, I'm going to be unpleasant. Like I will <laughs> attack you to the very core. Yeah. Like, mm. I will insult you as a person, mind, body, and soul. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, just yeah, a warning. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and yeah, I, and and I also think that once again speaks to just both of them. Like Mary's like, what the hell? What time is it? I'm starving. And I'm like, what can I get? You? I got you. What, yeah, what it's you need? So what you need? It's so sweet. You know, like definitely like a humorous moment that still has like a little bit of like heart beneath it. Right. You know. Um, and then my favorite thing about Pippin is that he names his son Faramir. <laughs> and then his son Faramir marries Sam's daughter, Goldilocks. Goldilocks. Yep. Just. Yep. I. Uh, um, Faramir is, uh, I would say, at least like a top three character for me. He's one of my favorites. He's a good um, one. So anything related. Oh, my God. Just, just. It killed me. It killed me. Kills me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, do you, uh, Paige, do you, going back to you now, do you have, uh, anything else about Pippin that you would like to share? So. It really does feel like we're doing, like, a group presentation <laughs> in I school. Love, <laughs> I love this. Where's our PowerPoint? Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> um, I think that one of the things that always stood out to me, like, not humor-wise, just, like, that I loved about Pippin and, and, and Mary and Pippin together. Like I said, I, I can't help but like combine them. Um, but gosh, I'm trying to decide which one I want to talk about when, when they die, like, okay. So after they get back to the Shire and they do their thing, you know, they both get married. Pippin has a uh, fair well, Um, they, not they, to each other, <laughs> although we no, wish. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's the fan fiction. Um, but yeah, they, they get married to their hobbit ladies and they do their thing. And then they go, they leave their stuff to their kids and their, you know, like their titles and their possessions to their sons. At, or wait, no, Mary doesn't have kids, right? I don't yeah, think Mary no, he does. Does he, he does. marry? Yes. Uh, one Mary? of the he boulders. Marry. <laughs> I can't remember the first name. Estrella. It's like a star name. He mm, marries one married. of the boulders and he does have kids when he dies. Uh, the... The son, I don't know the son's name, but mm -hmm. he becomes like he takes over the title, like master. Well, that's of what Buckland I was gonna say. I was so they leave their they leave their shit to their kids, and they're like, "We're gonna go see Amr in Rohan," and so they go there and like, yeah. like they see him like the last like little, little bit of his life, and then they go on to Gondor and hang out with Aragorn till they die. 
Mm-hmm. And then they are buried together. And then they are moved when Aragorn dies to where he is buried. And they're mm-hmm. laid next to him. And I don't know why, but just the thought of that makes me want to sob. It's like, precious. Yeah. I, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Jesse has feelings, I can tell. <laughs> uh, well, I was just thinking, like, from the perspective of one of their wives, I would maybe... I know. I kind of <laughs> thought about that, too. Not be so crazy Being about, like, like... You went oh, off so on a farewell tour. Or our children. You want to be buried with Aragorn. And I would also want to be buried with Aragorn, so... Yeah. Well, mm, to be fair, I yeah. I don't think that's an Actually, option for us. I always like to clarify, add the clarifying, because it sounds kind of like a joke that like the last prank that Merry and Pippin would play that like, oh, ha ha, we're going to bury our, we're going to get buried with Aragorn, but they die first. So Aragorn is the one who decides that they are to be buried with him. I mean, that's fair. Oh, I wonder how Arwen felt. Yeah. Arwen goes to be buried in the tomb next to Aragorn, and it's taken up by Mary yeah. Pippin. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that's what happened. I've never thought we've we've gone into a corner that I didn't know I was ever going to explore. Uh, I think it goes. I think Aragorn is buried, and then I think on either side of him are Mary and Pippin. So that means what, Arwen what has to be married on either Mary or Mary or Pippin's side. Yeah, I think is the layout of the grave. Yeah, maybe like at the the fr- like head, like just uh, atop everyone. Maybe we don't, across. We'll do it. We'll, yeah, we'll make like, a diagram later. Yeah, <laughs> Jenga. They have to Jenga maybe because there's so many hobbits in there. <laughs> they have to do Tetris to get everyone yeah. in the same yeah. grave. Oh gosh. <laughs> um. Uh, Jesse, do you have anything else about Mary so, to add? Uh, this wasn't on my list, but something you said made me think of it. I really like that the bond that Mary and Eowyn develop. Mm. Uh, I that was like my favorite part of the books when I was like the first time I read them. Like Eowyn killing the Witch King, top top tier, one hundred percent. I was like, that's so cool, like so badass, like her ripping off her helmet, and, like. I'm not a man, bitch. And then like, I like young, young Jesse was like, this is the best. Like the, you know, cause a lot of fantasy books, like I was reading again, a lot of like old school fantasy books at the time that where the female characters are traditionally like damsel in distress, mm-hmm. like at least like the popular ones that were, you know, popping up at our library. So I always really loved that part of the book. And it's like, kind of a Shakespeare reference. I was really obsessed with Macbeth. We read it. Mm. read like the abridged version in sixth grade, but I was like, uh-uh, I'm reading the original Shakespeare. That's just how I roll. Sorry, teacher. I'm not reading. This is for babies. Maybe you don't know. <laughs> so uh, uh, I had read like shortly after I read Lord of the Rings is when I read Macbeth. And I was like, oh, uh, this is like, yeah, was like that's a, there's a little reference in there. Um, but I always thought it was so interesting. And I, and I always loved that they were both told, like, no, you can't fight. Like, you don't have a place in this war. Like, you're too weak. You can't do it. And mm-hmm. so they kind of formed a bond over mm-hmm. that, over being, like, pushed aside. And then they end up, you know, felling this, like, unfellable foe. Uh, I don't know why I'm using felling. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm in a Lord of the Rings. I've also had a cocktail and a half. So maybe that's why. But um <laughs> Uh, careful you might be doing some felling later on (laughs) yeah yeah i might fell on the ground she she does by my cat (laughs) yeah uh but that i i always really loved that i really i like 
Eowyn is a, a an, I think, kind of an unpopular character. And she is maybe my favorite character in the entire yeah. uh yeah. In the entire Tolkien verse and all of uh his writing. She is maybe my favorite. And I, I get inf- un- unreasonably infuriated when I see memes about her stew. Like Oh, I get really I mad it. too because it, there are so many He's just straight misogynistic memes about yeah, Eowyn and Arwen and Glad. And right. I'm just like, can we not like Tolkien like notoriously he actually really loved women because right. every time he they're not that frequent in his books, but every time he writes a woman, it's like the most glorious person that he's yep. ever that you've ever seen in your life and they're yeah. magical, you know? Yeah. Like especially for the time. Especially for the time. Uh, like I said, I think that was one thing, something he probably got right, in my opinion. But I don't know much about his person. I try not to read anything about anybody's. Yeah, uh, as I frequently, visited. as I frequently say, I am very glad that um, the the creator of the content that I cover is dead. Right. Um, yeah. And does not have access to the Internet to yeah. tweet things or yeah. write blog posts or, um, you know, uh, commit a crime. He, all his opinions. <laughs> don't don't matter he's dead now yeah so yeah yeah there we go agreed yeah yeah so. and also about tolkien most of his like anything any opinion he's ever had has been dug up <laughs> like yeah. every letter oh, yeah. he's ever written like we basically we know like there i don't think there's gonna be some like gotcha in you know yeah, no. 50 years from now where it's like <laughs> no i don't where think it's like so extra extra uh tolkien was a you know a satanist yeah <laughs> And kicked Probably puppies, not. you know. Yeah. Like I don't think we'll find a letter. That, yeah, I about think that. people have found like uh, napkins <clears throat> that he scribbled like a grocery list on, and they're like, "What does this mean?" Put it on the board with the red string. Yeah. It all it's like <laughs> this is an important discovery. So you're probably right. Probably right. I hope so, or mm. I hope I'm dead. Like I know, right? It's going to come out. Like I don't. I can't. I can't take another one. Like it. It would be a pretty significant blow. So. Yeah. Um, so I am going to talk about it's a pretty bit. It's like several like joint moments between the two of them that kind of like run into each other. And it's all stuff that didn't make it into the films, because in the films, they destroy the ring. They go back home and everything's perfect. But in the books, they come back home and everything is terrible. Um, right. And this is in the books where Mary and Pippin they show up and everyone is like, oh, my God, who are these, like, captains of war? Who are these strong, yeah. like, gentlemanly soldiers in our presence? And uh, they drink the ent, the ent drought, dra- dra- draft. I can't, I can't say it either. I and, Because it's spelled, dra- like, draught. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been, I was criticized once for mispronouncing it. And now my brain just flags that word. And I don't remember how to pronounce it at all. <laughs> Um, And so, like, they drink the ent wash and grow a couple inches. So they show up to the Shire and they're, like, taller than everyone else. Well, they're, like, like, the tallest hobbits, like, mm, in history. Yeah. Known to Middle Earth history. (laughs) And they're just so blown away. But because they're still wearing their, um, they're wearing their Gondor and, like, Rohan gear that they fought in. Um, So they show up. And the first thing that happens is that, like, they run into, like, a gate and they're basically told, like, get out of town. You know, like, we've got, this is on, Shire's under new management. Okay, so here's what happens. Mary and Pippin climb the gate 
and the hobbits fled. Another horn sounded out of the bigger house on the right. A large, heavy figure appeared against the light in the doorway. What's all this? He snarled as he came forward. Gate breaking? You clear out or I'll break your filthy little necks. Then he stopped for he had caught the gleam of swords. Bill Fernie, said Mary, if you don't open that gate in 10 seconds, you'll regret it. I shall set steel to you. And if you don't obey, wait, I shall set steel to you if you don't obey. And when you have opened the gates, you will go through them and never return. You are a ruffian and a highway robber. Bill Fernie flinched and shuffled to the gate and unlocked it. Give me the key. I guess this is more of a, a merry moment. And Pip, Pippin's there too. He's he's like the backup standing there menacingly with his <laughs> arms crossed. Um, Give me the key, said Mary. But the ruffian flung it at his head, then darted out into the darkness. And this is the best part. As he passed the ponies, as he passed the ponies, one of them let fly with his heels and just caught him as he ran. He uh, he went off with a yelp into the night and was never heard of again. Neat work, Bill, said Sam, meaning the <laughs> pony. Um, so this is this brings in another one of my favorite characters, Bill the Pony. Um, and this is the like triumphant like moment that Bill the Pony has of kicking his abuser as he <laughs> runs away. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so that that's like Mary and Pippin. They show up and they they like force their way through and get their way into the shire and then once they're in there um they uh they do they like lead the the hobbit rebellion against yeah. uh saruman's people like or so i was, and stuff. I was reading about this because i do not remember like this is not something that i've retained from the books at all like i mean i remember bits and pieces of it but when i was reading this part when i was like brushing up on things it was talking about um, the, the ruffians and stuff. And I do not remember because it was like they were Sharky's ruffians. Like they they led this. I was they, also very confused about this when I read it they, as well. Yeah, and, they, uh, they led yeah. this rebellion, you know, um, of, of hobbits, a hobbit army and they won. And but it was against Sharky's ruffians. And I was like, what? It's Sharky's ruffians, and then I <laughs> I did research, and it was like, oh, that was what Saruman went by when he mm -hmm. was the leader of the gang, and I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, there's some. Um, let me look it up because there's some like etymology word thing where it's like shark is the root of blah blah. Like, yeah, like because <laughs> all the characters think have like like Mary and Pippin's name are is not Mary and Pippin, right? Y'all know that, right? So right. like. It's like one of those, like, everybody has their, like, it's Tolkien being, like, kind of like an edgelord to be like, you couldn't pronounce the real name. You don't know. So this is, like, this is his. Like, oh, okay, here we go. It's yeah. possibly originated as an orcish word, possibly relating to Sharku, which means old man. So the the orcs probably called him Sharku, and then that turned into... Sharky. like sharky and so that's right. the name that he used yeah with the um like people outside the the ruffians yeah got it so basically i have an aunt that her name is chantelle her nickname is shushu and my mom called her choo choo so this is this is how this happens yeah it's like yeah, one yeah, name yeah. turns into, into this name turns into this name yeah like in one of my friend's group chats 
Um, so my name is Mary Clay, but a lot of times uh, friends will call me, they'll say MC or they'll just type MC. And then mm-hmm. that started getting autocorrected to Mac. Um, and so now my nickname in this group of friends is Mac. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I got, I got it. I got it now. I, when I saw Sharky though, I was like, sh- Sharky? Like a I- shark. <laughs> I was fully picturing uh, like, I-, I will, I will expose myself. I was fully picturing like a man with a shark head. Like, <laughs> right. Right. Like a- as shark. one would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As one would. No, I, I love that part of it because they do come back and they're like, Oh no, we're not like we're not the same hobbits we were before. Like you're not going to screw with our our shire, you know. They take over, um, and and like you said, then they're like these like tall armored hobbit heroes that everybody's like, oh my gosh, who are these guys? And mm-hmm. I just you know you know that they're high as a kite on their pipe weed the whole time, just really <laughs> loving it. So. Uh... Pretty great. I love that. And um, in the in the history of the Battle of Bywater, as it is written, um, it says that like there's a, a in the Red Book that like Sam and you know whatnot go on to write in, um, you know it lists like all the names of like the people involved in it, but at the top of the roll in all accounts stand the names of Captains Mariaduck and Peregrine. Oh, I I. It's so great because like Frodo and Sam were the ones who saved the world, but Merry and Pippin were the ones who like led the charge to to save the Shire, and that's what makes them heroes uh, in yeah. the Shire. And then everyone else is like, Frodo, did you go away for a bit? <laughs> like, <laughs> where where did you go, you weirdo? Like, what what kind of trouble did you get into? Oh, look at these guys. Yeah, no, I. Once again, I just think it leads back to, you know, they're doing they're doing the behind the scenes work there. You know, they're doing all the underappreciated work, I guess. But then mm-hmm. it gets appreciated finally. So I love that. Yeah. Again, it's more real. Like Frodo will like snip at Sam when he's like under the strain of the ring. But I think Mary and Pippin are both more flawed from we see their flaws more from the, the beginning mm-hmm. and how those flaws affect how they move through, you know, like most of what happens to Pippin in like from like mid two towers on is him dealing with like the course of his actions, like mistakes that yeah. he has made. Yeah. So the consequences um, of my own actions. <laughs> right. So I get, like Frodo, his main thing that he's dealing with the whole time is obviously the ring, like the burden and the weight of the ring. He didn't ask for it. He was, you know, inherited it from Bilbo, essentially, like Bilbo was too old to deal with it. And Frodo kind of, you know, had it thrust upon him. But most of what Merry and Pippin come up against is either, like you said, of their own making, like their own flaws, or from how the world perceives those flaws. Like, again, like people telling Mary, like, oh, you can't fight, like, you're too weak, you're too small, you can't do anything. And then he, you know, um, kneecaps the witch king and helps to kill him so uh i think that kind of goes along with them being quote unquote more realistic is that you see their flaws more throughout the well and like i said like their flaws and like you said their mistakes like you know pippin dropping the stone in the well and that's where he gets like Mm. him talking about like frodo and the ring at the prancing pony and like bringing all that shit down on them and then you know, like they're they're it's just constantly like 
just human flaw, or, you know, human-esque flaws, you know, like shit that people... They're people, very average heroes in this story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then in the end, like, like you said, like, um, Mary helps kill the Witch King with Eowyn, and Pippin saves Faramir and goes on to battle in, like, the final, you know, and, and then they go back and they save the Shire and from, from the ruffians, and, like, they just... <laughs> they they fuck up a lot but then they Mm. also can pull it together in the end like they they grow as the book goes and i don't know that you see frodo grow and sam is pretty constant the whole time like sam's just always a constant like that's true yeah you know and frodo like frodo just goes downhill the whole time like yeah yeah he's got a lot going on but like He's not. He's not. Doing- Frodo's just like he's in survival mode. He's yeah, like, he's just, I just he's need doing to. his best. I'm not saying he's I'm not, not here. Doing his best. I'm not here for character growth. I'm here <laughs> to get to the end of this story. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But Mary and Pippin, like they progressively grow throughout, and they grow together. And I like Pippin finding Mary like after the battle kills me every time like it's just like they're just so connected and they do so much growing and they you know I just that's that's the that's the thing for me I think for Mary and Pippin yeah um now you brought up I think probably the most infamous (laughs) moment uh of these two um, which is one of my favorite passages of the book, so much so that several years ago, um, my friend Valerie uh, embroidered the quote for me oh <laughs> um, because I loved this moment so much. And um, people and I make like TikToks and memes about this moment. And I'll go back and forth between saying like a skull, a skeleton or a bucket down a well and a rock down the well. And whenever right. I do the ro- whenever I say like, refer to it as a rock being thrown down the well people are like um well actually it's a whole like it's a whole ass bucket it's a whole ass skeleton but and i'm like well actually um so this is one of my favorite passages in all of lord of the rings uh pippin felt curiously attracted by the well while the others were unrolling blankets and making beds against the walls of the chamber as far as possible from the hole in the floor he crept to the edge and peered over A chill air seemed to strike his face, rising from invisible depths. Moved by a sudden impulse, he groped for a loose stone and let it drop. He felt his heart beat many times before there was any sound. Then far below, as if the stone had fallen into deep water in some cavernous place, there came a plunk, very distant but magnified, and repeated in the hollow shaft. "'What's that?' cried Gandalf." He was relieved when Pippin confessed what he had done, but he was angry, and Pippin could see his eyes glinting. Fool of a took, he growled. This is a serious journey, not a hobbit walking party. Throw yourself in next time and then you will be no further nuisance. Now be quiet. Ah, so great. That's fair. So great. So lovable. Yeah, Yeah. the the whole Gandalf-Pippin dynamic is also just something really that needs to be examined <laughs> yeah poor i mean like what did pippin i mean do to gandalf like if we had some backstory of like oh yeah one time he put a whoopee cushion on gandalf's chair great that that's great but like he's just kind of a bumbling little idiot i guess in gandalf's eyes yep. yeah i think i sympathize more with gandalf yeah in that side, but it's, i think because i teach yeah i think it's because mm. i teach like 
if I like, there's definitely been times when to a student I, earlier today, when I would have loved to say, throw yourself into a well and save <laughs> me the aggravation when there's students, how do I pass the class? Well, you haven't watched a lecture in three and a half weeks. So maybe we start there. Well, I have watched them. I just couldn't watch them. <laughs> I just don't want right. to and remember yeah. what's in it. Throw yourself in yeah. well. Yeah, I just forgot the thing that you said at every single lecture for the past two and a half weeks because of reasons. Anyway, uh, yeah. so yeah, I think I'm more. And that yeah, I also, mean, like we've again, we've definitely all been there. Of like, I literally told mm. everyone to just like like we have one job, and the job is to like go to bed and be mm. quiet. And and you go over and you do the exact fucking opposite mm. of what I asked you. I mean, I have three kids, so I definitely relate to that yeah. in some yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah. my heart is always going to relate to Pippin yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. So. I had forgotten that he was mysteriously attracted to the world. Was- so uh, I don't do a lot of praising of the Ralph Bakshi uh, animated Lord of the Rings because it's kind of a nightmare fuel if either of you have seen it. Honestly, I don't like it. Yeah, sorry, yeah. both of you talked at once, so I didn't hear either answer. <laughs> sorry. I was just saying I like it, but... Oh, you like it? Uh, okay. I can see why people are... Sc- like, it, some it of freaks the things, me out. Some of the things that I like, like Paige thinks Labyrinth is really scary, which I do not get. But Puppets. that is one of the things that I like mm-hmm. that I can see why people... <laughs> why people it just, it's very unsettling. It's super unsettling. It. And a lot it's of the little... choices he made are so insane. But then you remember he was doing like mountains of cocaine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, but I do remember the way that they did this scene in that version. And it's like book accurate, like line by line almost where like you see Pippin go over to this well, look down and like he's kind of like there by himself. And then like he like you see him go through everything that I just described um, in a way that I'm like, what is up with that? Well, <laughs> is Samara down it? Like what's going on? Mary, Clay, can I ask you a question? And I yes. feel like I should know the answer to this. But have you seen this like Soviet Union version? Mm-hmm. OK, OK. Okay. I have indeed. Uh, it's Jesse has not watched it yet. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, have. maybe not like start to finish. I got, I got uh, a lot of my partner. Uh, my partner has watched it maybe twice in the past year. Oh, that's so. kind of nuts. Yeah, it's, well. it's bad, but in a really good way. I, I watched it. Uh, uh I it has the t- it has Tom Bombadil in it. Yeah. Which I was like, of course, the only adaptation, (laughs) film adaptation of Lord of the Rings to have Tom Bombadil in it is the Soviet Union (laughs) version of it. Um, Yeah, I have seen it and I felt like my brain frying as I was actively watching it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really, it's better to be paired with a cocktail or two. So, Uh, yeah. Oh, I think that'll make me more freaked out. Uh, yeah, no, you were just talking about different versions. And I'm like, I think that's my, my favorite. Like, yeah, I've tried to version. I've tried to do uh, as many versions as possible um, to the point where I uh, have an illegal pirate. I have a pirated copy of the VeggieTales parody Lord of the Beans. I've seen it I've on seen my it. on my computer. Yep. Yeah, it's a uh, it's actually surprisingly amazing. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, uh, oh. 
I haven't, that one I have not it seen. It used to, once upon a time, be on a streaming service, and my kids watched it. But this has been, like... The streaming service has Jesus. Veggie uh, Tales is Jesus, can I right? Say, can I say streaming services? Yeah, yeah. Netflix had it for a long time. Yeah, oh, really? Oh, out. that's funny. Um, yeah, like, years ago. Years there ago. is a... Because I went through all of this when I was covering it a couple of years ago... Um, there is a like Christian like streaming site where it's like only it's exclusively like Christian films, Christian TV shows, that kind of stuff. Um, I could give you like the whole history of Veggie Tales, but like long story short, is that eventually they uh got into the two thousands and were like, oh, if we want to keep this alive, we kind of maybe need to venture outside of Bible stories. So they started covering some like. Uh, they started doing like, actually, I don't know how they did. I don't know how they did Lord of the Rings because it wasn't public domain at the time. But like they had like a Jack and the Jack and the Beanstalk story. And so they did like more like general stories that like normal people. Sorry, that's mean to Christians. Um, <laughs> I say this as a I'm not, I don't know if I'm Christian or not still. Um, but Anyway, <laughs> and they told these stories as, like, versions of stories for children and, like, added some stuff in there so that there was, like, a lesson to be learned, you know, from it. So Interesting. Yeah. And then yeah, I don't I, uh, I don't know if they're still uh, active today, actually. Let's, I uh, let's I find out. Say I don't. Yeah, I didn't know there was so much to the VeggieTales. I lore. actually, I mm. actually might have a Lord of the Beans DVD somewhere hiding out in all my kids' like old DVDs somewhere. It seems like something your mother-in-law would buy. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Um, oh, it still says um, to the present. It says December 21, 1993 to present. 99 okay. years. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a. Wow. Uh, it's the 90s, that's for sure. Oh, apparently. Oh, that's right. There is an act. There, they did like revitalize, reboot, um, Veggie Tales for like a, a TV show. Huh. Okay. Um, this welcome to um, welcome to the um the the crisp the crisper drawer um the podcast about <laughs> your favorite podcast about Veggie Tales. <laughs> Surely someone that has a podcast so about Veggie Tales. You came up with that so fast. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. I reckon someone does have a podcast about Veggie Tales. Oh yeah, Surely. there's a podcast about everything. But do they have a drunken podcast about Veggie Tales? Probably not. No, no. Probably and you not. know what? Wait. You know what? There doesn't need to be that. No, out there that's, fair. that's fair. I'll, I'll say think, that first yeah. and foremost. I don't think there's probably a very large audience for yeah yeah that's true drunk veggie tales history podcast probably i would probably just say like uh millennials who have like deconstructed their faith is probably the actually that's probably a larger demographic than you'd think so really probably (laughs) there you go something that weird i would be interested in listening to it just because of like how niche it is how weird it is yeah so You never know. I would listen. Sometimes. I would listen to like an episode of that about of like um, on like a stuff you should know type podcast. You know where someone yeah. just has like an episode devoted to like the Veggie Tales lore. You know, I'd yeah. listen to that. Well, um, if you are a podcast person out there, we just gave you a lot of ideas. Yeah, um, you're so welcome. There you go. We do that on our podcast all the time. Page cuts a lot of them out. 
Yeah. But I'm always yeah. giving out genius ideas for free. Mm. <laughs> I always do that because I just never, I just never execute those ideas. And I know it's never going to get made by me. So I'm like, you know what? Go for it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Some if of someone... the ideas are a little offensive. So I have to cut them out. So offensive do mm. people who insult Eowyn stew, they can get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. I didn't ask. Agreed. I cursed a couple of oh, times. I've already, so I've, I think we've all sworn a lot. Yeah. It's fine. But seriously, get <laughs> fucked if you make fun of Eowyn Stu. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know I'm, what? I'm, I'm she, happy to have been She was a lady of royalty. Of course she doesn't know how to cook. I didn't know how yeah. to cook when I was and 22. Out, out in like a war field with like Is she supposed to have spices? Fire? Oh, wait. No, yeah. that's not a good. That's not a good question because Sam literally brought spices. So yeah. technically, yeah, I guess someone could like, have. Yeah. He's he knows to do that. She has no, like, not everyone is a good cook. There are other yeah. good qualities to have, and she was trying. Eowyn pro- is and probably. She probably didn't even want to cook. They're probably just like, you're the girl. You have to cook. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know how to cook. Like, this is what yeah. you're getting. Yeah. Eowyn would be the queen of girl dinner. Yeah. Oh, there you yeah. go. That's excellent. Yes, she would. Yeah. And I bet it would be delicious. I would eat Eowyn's four Skittles and a cracker. Mm-hmm. And three American singles, for sure. I'd be like, "Thanks, thank you for the thank effort. you for bringing that to me." Yeah, me you're right. Me. You know what? I did want those Skittles. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. turns out, yes, this is a nice little dessert. It's kind of a fruit grain, dairy-ish with the American singles, and it's the thought that counts. So I appreciate, mm. I appreciate it. That's what it should have said. That should have been in the book. Yeah, I br- I present to you girl dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have been. Turns out Tolkien really missed out there. Well, actually, technically, uh, that part wasn't in the book. Uh, Because in the book, the movie did at least do a little bit better where in the book, Eowyn's just left behind. uh, Mm -hmm. And in the movie, they're like, nah, we'll bring her with us. Yeah. (laughs) Give her a little more screen time. Probably Um, had to like some contract thing. Yeah. Do do either of you, are there any final, uh, any closing statements? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Any other points you would like to bring up about Mary and Pippin or Mary or Pippin uh, as separate entities? Jesse? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much all on my list. Hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. go so extreme. I just want to reiterate that Paige's anti-Frodo stand. <laughs> she only represents herself. Of the, not reflective of the podcast uh, like as an organization. I can, I can appreciate that Frodo is going through some stuff, but um, I think that think i like mary and pippin's journey more i like their growth more and uh i relate to them more so that is fair that is not what you said you were like frodo I, this is called i'm drunk so he starts bad and he gets worse <laughs> like you would too if you had a soul-sucking ring on right, you so right. yeah i didn't yeah, say it wasn't deserved i just said he sucks so <laughs> <laughs> um Ladies, thank you for joining me. What what have we learned today? Oh gosh. I I want to reread. <laughs> I want to reread again. I feel like I just did like I think I did last year, but it made it made me want to reread again because freaking Sharky really brought up some stuff. I was like, <laughs> I feel like I need to say Sharku, yeah. <laughs> I need to refresh my, we learned my that, memory yeah. here. 
Um, no, I think it just, it reminded me like thinking about, because I wanted to come in prepared. So like I said, I made a lot of notes on just like things I might want to talk about. And it just made me remember how much I love Pippin as a character. And Jesse and I have already decided we're going to, uh, redo a Mary and Pippin cosplay or do a new Mary and Pippin cosplay this year at some point. So I think that really, it really drove it home. Like, yeah, it's, it's time because we haven't done one for a while. Um, but other than that, like, like reread and just, yeah. 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 What about you, Betty? I mean, I learned or relearned that Pippin was mesmerized by the well. The well, yeah. <laughs> um, What's in that well? I've yeah. forgotten that. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of things that I hadn't really thought about before. Like, I knew that we gravitated more towards Mary and Pippin. I always related more to Mary as a Pippin, or Mary as a Pippin. Mary as a character <laughs> than any of the other hobbits. So, like, thinking about why, like, it dug up some stuff. Like, luckily, if I had, like, one more cocktail, this would have been a very different journey. I would have been unpacking some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, just, like, again, thinking about, like, oh, they, this is why I think they are more relatable. Because like, their their flaws are examined more closely and in a kinder way than is often done. It's, there's a lot of gray area in there. You know, like, yes, they make mistakes, but it shows them still as redeemable, which I think is really important in a good story and in literature, like, especially for something children are reading. Mm. So uh, it made me reiterate how much I love them as characters and how much I loved the series. I can't, I always forget about like that. Their, you know, real names are in, you know, not English and everybody's name. Cause I was like, uh, like, yeah, Mary's like something with a K like Bob Nong, dig, dong, dig, dig. Not that, but something like that. <laughs> so, okay. yeah, but I, it was, it was, it was really fun and interesting. Not like, again, to hear your opinions, because there were things I hadn't thought about, but also to think about why I personally uh, resonate with those characters so much. So, yeah, so, they are, I think Paige is right. I think there's more development there. I think they, they go, go through more of a transformation, maybe at least more of a realistic transformation again. Probably none of us are going to have like an evil ring to burden that we have to. Yeah, I sure hope not. <laughs> but like, you know, some of us may have shout to shout out to all of my divorced listeners. Um, yeah. I support you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess that could be that, that could be a metaphor for uh, getting rid of an evil ring. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a little bit like examining your own flaws and like mistakes that you made and forgiving yourself for those and like, becoming a better person after those i think that is super relatable i'm gonna make myself mm. cry uh. <laughs> I was say, you're, getting, you're getting very deep two things i just thought of so first of all you mentioned kids reading it my 10 year old just brought home i try not to like push my things on my kids my 10 year old just brought home the hobbit from like her school <gasps> library and i was like oh. yes like i mean <laughs> i was like overjoyed i was like I was like, we can read it together. We can, re- if you wanted to, we could read it together. <laughs> like, <laughs> Try to act real cool about it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay, mom. Um, but also, so when I was when I was like researching on like the Tolkien Gateway and Wikipedia and stuff, I found um, they were talking about like uh, Pippin's character development, and this is something I learned. Now, how much of this is true? Question mark. But it said that um, Christopher Tolkien said that 
Pippin was originally like, you know, in like the early drafts of Lord of the Rings, maybe you know this, Mary Clay, but like um, Pippin in the original drafts was like a combination of multiple characters like Frodo and Odo, Took or something like that. <laughs> and that Frodo's original name was Bingo. Baggins. I did, I, was yeah, like, I did know I did know the bingo thing. I yeah. did not know that. And I was like, wait a damn minute. Mm-hmm. Real glad that didn't stick. So yeah. yeah. And bingo was his name o. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Real glad that didn't stick. There so, anyway. was a boy who had a ring and bingo was his <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They so, all went through, I think, uh, a lot of names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mary was supposed to be Drogo before. That okay. was Frodo's dad. And then mm-hmm. I think there was another name. And then Marmaduke was Marmaduke. <laughs> like the cartoon dog. Aragorn was originally a hobbit. Oh, I forget what his name was. Uh, it was something like Flappy or something. Flappy. Uh, I think some some of the changes, some of the things that were cut were probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're happy about those changes. Yeah. Trotter. Mm-hmm. That was it. Aragorn's original name was Trotter. Trotter. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't have quite the zip that Strider does. Strider does, but, yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> I would certainly we're glad rather these edits were made. Yeah. Yes. We're glad we're thankful Trotter, for these edits. Yeah. Trotter may be a more realistic nickname for me, but Strider would be my favorite. <laughs> if I had to pick one. I would prefer that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, thank you again for coming on. Where can people find you on the internet? So we are on Facebook and Instagram at, at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. Um, but we also are over on TikTok. We aren't super consistent on there. But like if we have a con or something, we like to post um, from there. And we are over on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. Um, or, you know, you can find us on any of the podcast. We're, we're on all the podcast places. So. Uh, yeah, the podcast place. You know, there's so many podcast places now. There's yeah. so many. Like we didn't even know we were on some of them. Jesse was like, "Did you know we're on these?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> one night, one night, I had again a couple cocktails, and I was like, "We need to be everywhere." So <laughs> I went through, and I was like, "Okay, we need to be on like Prime." And the, my partner was like, "Do you know anyone who listens to pop podcasts on Amazon Prime?" I was like, "We need that's that we could corner that market then." Like that's the market. That's our that's our fan base. So uh uh yeah. So yeah, we're pretty much anywhere that you can listen to listen to a podcast. We're, we're probably there. We're on no. the internet. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> You're on it right now. Yeah. We're, yeah. Welcome. Uh, hey, just popping in to say whatever weird reverse psychology magic I did in the previous episode of Drunk Middle Earth History, where I said I was just going to stop talking about the strikes because every time I opened my mouth, news seemed to change. Well, guess what? Literally the day after that episode came out, the SAG after strike ended. So yay, I'm very happy that both the writers and actors strikes have resolved and that those creators are going to get all that they deserve for their very hard work. That does mean that Drunk Middle Earth history will be coming to an end by the end of this year. But the good news is that now I can do Skywalk Before You Run. That will be launching in early 2024. I'm expecting in January, but I will have more definitive information in the coming weeks. So just make sure to follow along on social media. 
threads and Instagram at Tolkien About Pod, uh, at Skywalk Before You Run on Instagram, as well as my TikTok at MC WhatsApp. Um, and also tonight, as you're listening, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, by the way, to those who celebrate, I will be doing a little stream at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hanging out. That's twitch.tv slash MC WhatsApp. Just a little, you know, pre-Thanksgiving hang. Come join. Well, yeah, again, thank you for coming. And until next time, go water your plants. They're probably dying right now.